All right, we're rolling. All right, how's it going, guys? We got with us the one, the only, Isaac. How's it going, folks? I'm the little guy in the corner, for those of you who don't know. And on the other corner, weighing at a hundred and something pounds, rocking a black black hoodie. He looks like the Unabomber, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy. Kevin. It's Kevin. What's up, guys? I'm the face of RTF, so you should know me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and you're one and only... Brian here. Brian. Together the we Brian. are evil figs. Ro- rolling the film. Rolling, rolling the, the film. Rolling the film. Yeah. We almost got it that time. We almost got it. It's so, the internet. Uh, whose movie choice was this one? It was mine. Uh, was okay, mine. Kevin introduced the movie. So today we are rolling the film on Enemy <laughs> Knee. <laughs> your yeah. enemy, your right. favorite film. All right, Kevin, so why'd you choose this film? Oh, man. So um, I was nominated by Brian, so I thought, okay, we need to think outside the box this time. (laughs) Uncut Gems is a beloved film. Like I said last week, any person could get into it. So I decided... you went the opposite. I went the opposite direction. I picked a film that most people can't get into, so I chose Enemy. Okay. Also, I've always, I've kind of wanted to see it for some time now, just for the premise of two Jake Gyllenhaal's. Like, I like one Jake Gyllenhaal, so if there's two, it must be great. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, a really uh, good idea. Okay, good point. It's a good point. Pretty good concept. Okay, I'm just gonna start off this way so that uh, we can start off with a positive a look at it. <clears throat> for sure. For so sure. So in the film, there's a bunch of spiders, right? Yeah. In the beginning, you have. Um, Anthony go to uh, like a sex dungeon okay. and then there's a woman that threatens to kill the spider right with her giant heel. Yeah. Yeah. And then a few years later, what kind of movie does Jake Gyllenhaal do? I don't know. What? Spider-Man. It, Spider-Man. He's oh. a he's a protag- antagonist in Spider-Man and he's trying to kill the what? The spider. Spider. There you go. Dang. I think it, I'm going to give this movie an A+. What do you guys rate it? <laughs> That's a long setup, though. I know, but I have... Brian and I were talking about the film uh, earlier, and oh, he, what? Really doesn't, he really doesn't like it. Yeah. I wasn't trying to bring it up, but Brian was like, all you right. know what? That movie you brought up, it just sucked. Let's pump the brakes. Let's pump yeah, the brakes. Right, Initial thoughts, right. Brian. I'll defend my... I'll defend Initial my... thoughts. <laughs> My initial thoughts, it was it had some pretty good points. I like the suspense, the whole mystery behind it, like what's going on with this. But oh, spoiler alert, right? We gotta throw that out. Always. 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 But yeah, so it's like you you get like a bunch of good like suspense, some like mystery. You're not sure which direction is going. You're getting close to the conclusion, the climax, and it it's it's like amazing where it's like that car, that old accident happens where um, Mary realizes that it. What's his name? Uh, Anthony. On, on, and what was his name? Anthony. Adam. Adam St. Clair, right? Or Claire? Anthony St. Clair. Anthony St. Clair. Mm-hmm. So that it wasn't Adam, that it was Anthony, and then that whole car accident thing. But then that ending just kind of threw everything off, like. There was a huge giant spider in the restroom. Like, what the hell? So, what does this all mean? Kind of thing. 
it, I'm telling you, it was a precursor to his future choices. Yeah, but see, it's like, for me, I watch movies not to really kind of have to go do my own research. It's like, <laughs> oh, what, what does this mean? I want to watch movies and understand them and then be able to have, like, like be able to understand it on my own without having to kind of just sit there and be like, okay, what the fuck just went on? Because, <laughs> like, this movie, I've, I, I had to research this because... I didn't know what what was going on with this movie. And there's a bunch of theories out there that just like theories. So that's kind of not my ideal way of watching a movie. So yeah, that's my opinion. What about you, Isaac? Oh my gosh, the cereal. <laughs> What's going on? My What's initial, your, what were your initial thoughts when you saw thoughts? an enemy? <laughs> Well, when I first saw this movie two years ago, I, um, I was really excited because this came out after Prisoners. And as we know, Prisoners was a very success successful collaboration uh, amongst Jake Gyllenhaal and director uh, Denise uh, Villeneuve. And uh, it, was, it was just a really, really powerful film. So then I'm like, you know what? They're going to go back to back, back to back World War champs. They're going to do it. And uh, they didn't do it. It did not happen. Um, I feel like Prisoners, you said this last time with Uncut Gems, how it's like super accessible. It's not like this art house film that, you know, it's hard to get into. Um, Enemy, Enemy is that art house film. This is very much the, the antithesis of Uncut Gems. It's yes, super hard I to I accomplished enjoy. my goal of choosing something completely out there. Well, uh, you outdid you yourself. Um I really enjoyed it. I love the cinema, the cinematography, and like all the small uh, little details throughout the film. Um, giving it a second watch really, uh, <laughs> really, really adds to to the story. Because when it first came out, I saw it like three or four times. Because I was like, I don't get this. Well, what's going on? And then I, uh, I also enjoyed Jake Gyllenhaal's acting uh, in the beginning as a as a history teacher. And then after that, I didn't really enjoy his acting much because he was kind of a jerk when he was being the other character. What was the other character's name? Was it David? Anthony. Anthony. Which one? Anthony. Anthony and what? What was the... Adam. Adam. Adam is the teacher. Anthony or Claire. Anthony's the asshole. Yeah, pretty much. All right. The ending was ridiculous. That that were my uh, initial thoughts, initial reactions. Ruin the film for me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to focus on what Brian said when he said that you have to do your own research when it comes to the film. And I was thinking about it, and I, I think a lot of people have a bunch of uh, opinions about what the film really is. And there's a lot of ideas about interpretation when it comes to uh, cinema. But the one I always like to view is that uh, the answer must always be within the text. Like, even if an author, like ten years later, comes out and says, an author or like a director says, "This is what it really means," I feel like that's just their opinion. What's what's solid is the text. Everything else is optional. And within the text, it starts off with a quote. It says something like, uh, "Something about order. Order is uh, pure." But it's undecipherable. So it was like order is this order is something about like the only thing in um, 
constant in a disaster or something like that, right? Yeah. yeah, but it's undeciphered. Yeah. So I feel like that's what what's it's a sets up the whole movie. So the answer is within the film, and uh, it, so you don't have to go outside. You don't have to listen to what other people say because I was listening to this other reviewer, and he was like, "It's one of those bad uh, thumbnail videos, like enemy explained or enemy <laughs> ending explained." And he's like, "I hear." He said something along the lines of, "I hear all these people with their theories, but no, the answer is right here through the director's own mouth." And I had an issue with that because, yeah, the director says it, but it is not absolute because the director says it. Totally. Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah. Did you? Did you? I didn't end up checking, but did you end up looking to see what um, the director had to say about the film? Yes, they. Uh, that video I said he talked a lot about what the director had said, mm. and I also watched some uh, featurette on the film, which gave me a lot of answers. Because um, they, the director doesn't really say like what he thinks it is. He says he's really open to having people have their own interpretations. That's but cool. what he did and the featurette itself did was that it pointed out to things within the film. That's cool. So like I didn't really notice it firsthand, but then they examined like a lot of the spider symbolism with throughout the film. So like yeah. things uh-huh. that it's placed in. Um, so you see a spider at the faculty lounge where Adam works at. Adam's mother has an apartment and she has a bunch of strings that look like spiders. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously there's that scene where, uh, Adam's girlfriend is riding a subway or I don't know what they're called. Yeah. yeah. The, the Metro. The thing? Metro. Yeah. Yeah. The Metro thing. So it's, it's, it's on a string or a, uh, like a cord, yeah, but yeah, above yeah. the cord, there's a bunch of wires. And the wires together, they look like webs. Oh, dang. So nice. there's spiders throughout the film. There's also one, um, when he gets in the car accident, if you look at the windshield, it like yeah, it looks like a web. In, and it looks mm. like a web. So it's really Yeah, it's cool. very clever. So yeah. like, uh, watching the feature right after I'd seen the film, I was like, oh, okay, I have a greater appreciation for all the details that have gone into this Yeah, project. I kind of enjoyed how subtle it was. Like, it wasn't really in your face. You really had to pay attention. Yes, yes, and I was very much surprised that I was able to be engaged in that sort of thing because, like Brian said, like sometimes when you watch a movie, you just want to be immersed yeah. in the world. Like, you're trying having... to, yeah, you're trying to just enjoy it and like not really have to kind of observe everything and just kind of like. I, that's what I feel like for me. Watching movies, I like taking it at like at that pace and trying to kind of not really have to look out for every little details that there are. I like just kind of seeing what is there. Yeah, because I don't like explore. I don't try not to explore too much into the movies the first time around. Mm -hmm. I try to like focus on what's going on. And then if it's intriguing enough, then I go around and just kind of observe everything around me. Yeah, I feel like um, for this movie in particular, um, from the beginning, like you, you really have to pay attention because I feel like there's not, well, of, of course, like throughout the film, all this stuff happens, but it, the pacing is super slow. So you're yeah. sort of forced to really like, okay, why are we here? Like, what is the point of this? Why is he doing this now? So I feel like everything was sort of really instrumental, but you really didn't realize it unless you looked at like someone else explaining it or you, had, you looked back at the film. You're like, oh, I didn't catch that the first time. That mm-hmm. sort of stuff. 
Yeah, I was. I think Brian motivated me because as soon as he watched the film, he was like, "Oh, this is just bad." I was like, "Really? It's that bad?" It like, I mean, just by seeing trailers and stuff, I'm like, "This looks very well shot. It looks like it has a lot of direction behind it." Yeah. And so when yeah, I was watching it, I paid particular attention. So I feel like I have Brian to thank for my love of the film. Yeah. So when you, when you See, pay I particular, think it's like, I think yeah. it's because uh, as soon as you chose the movie, like that within that. 15 minutes I started watching it so I pretty much just went in blind because I didn't really have much of a of a background on this movie it's not something that I had in my radar and it's not something that I was really looking forward to and all that stuff so when you brought it up I was like oh, okay cool I guess this is a this seems like an interesting um, an interesting concept but uh, besides that I didn't really go in expecting to kind of had to pay that much attention to the minor details in the movie. So yeah. that's why I was kind of just like thrown thrown off for the most part. till it started to pick up and all that stuff. It is a bit difficult to follow because Adam is your main character and he's very boring. Yeah. <laughs> he's super dull. Like there's nothing exciting about the guy. Like even at the beginning – they ask him like about uh, entertainment. He's just like, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't really go out. I don't watch movies." Like, and I feel like that's already a trigger. If you're within the medium and a character insults <laughs> that medium, then you're already not supposed to like relate to him at all. Yeah, it's super unlikable. Uh, I mean, yeah. and then his class was the uh, the first couple scenes with his classroom. They were they it kind of repeated the same lecture, right? Yeah, he keeps talking about the same idea of uh, the dictatorship. Control. Yeah, it was like about control, establishing control, stuff like that. Um, Which I, I thought yeah. when I when I first heard all that stuff talking about control, that's what I, I was trying to pay attention to. Yeah, because I was like, okay, they're repeating about control, so I feel like they're gonna try to establish more on that basis of like him needing control or something like that. But that I don't think it went on that kind of direction. Uh, there was a few tidbits he has where he talks about like controlling like dictatorships where they control the masses through like uh, entertainment. Yeah. And then as soon as, as that is brought up, then well, not as soon, but he, he very soon after he gets introduced to the idea of watching a movie. And yeah. then his his twin or his uh, his, uh, his doppelganger, his counterpart, Anthony, is entertainment. He's the exact opposite of of uh, Adam in that regard. Like, Adam yeah. is an educator. He's trying to inform the masses, and then, according to Adam, the, the entertainment is supposed to get them to be more, uh, I don't know, I guess, easier to manipulate. And so, Anthony represents that sort of mindset. Yeah, I totally see what you mean. Um, yeah. One of the things that stood out to me, um, sort of separate, um, during, like, his in the beginning of the film, um, when he's teaching to the class... He says some sort of quote from, I forget the philosopher's name, and he, it's basically, oh, history repeats itself. And then, yeah. and, and then afterward, he was like, oh, and then Marx, uh, afterward, he added, uh, the first time it happens, it's like a tragedy, but the second time, it's a farce. So it's all a bunch of BS if it happens more than once, right? And yeah. um, I was looking at like a bunch of different reviews, and one of them, it was like a small YouTuber, probably had like a couple hundred views. Um, he was like, he had a really cool idea. I forget his name or else I would cite him because it was really cool. Wait, we uh, haven't posted this video up yet. Ah, uh, it's fine. I don't want to look him up. 
No, I'm just joking. I was. <laughs> Don't make anyone famous using our podcast. Only us. Only us. Exactly. Um, what was okay? So he said how sort of how like it's a parallel to Adam's life about how the first time like he like he's like cheating on his wife. Uh, it's sort of like a complicated thing, and you sort of feel bad for him, and like, oh, you know what's gonna happen to his relationship? This, this, and that. And then, like, it, if it happens more than once, afterward, you're like, oh, this is this guy's pathetic. Like, why is he cheating on his wife? Like, it's so messed up. So I thought it was yeah. a pretty interesting uh, catch there. I didn't realize that one. Yeah, I mean, going off of, like, reviews and stuff like that, I also read another theory. It was, like, about the fact that it's, it's like, it's his name is Adam. So, like, God made Adam. And then he had the okay. scar near his rib, so like how God took like a piece of his rib to make Eve. So there was like a theory going around that like uh, um, Andrew, Andrew, Anthony? Anthony, Anthony is a part of Adam, but then at some point they separated or something like that and became two different entities. Dang, that's wild. But there's like a bunch of theories, and that's why I don't really, I don't really go. Can for, we like, can we talk about the spider? What the hell yes. does the spider, spider at the end? Mean? Yes, let me talk about the spider. So at the, I guess midway, you see a, a shot of Montreal, and there's a giant spider like crawling through the whole city. Yeah, like the most, I probably the most surreal moment within the film. Oh, other than the ending. The ending, I feel like, uh, is an accumulation, so it does it makes more sense because okay. that one is the thing that pops out the most. Okay. Apart from maybe that sex lady, you remember there was a spider lady. She had a spider head, but yeah. she was just a topless lady. Yeah, but that was a dream though. So um, that is a is actually based on like a a statue in Montreal. Hmm. It's just it's a giant spider. So did this was the statue and, there before the movie? Yeah, yeah, it was there before the movie, and it's uh, it's a uh, mom. It's the name. It's mom in French or something like that. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the idea of spiders is exclusive. If I remember correctly, it's exclusive to the film because it's based on a book. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. It's based off of a book, but then the, I think the director said he wanted to bring his own kind of thing into it, aside yes. from like what the book was. Yeah, so there's a lot of subtle moments of uh, spiders within the film. So I already brought up the beginning with uh, the the heel almost smashing the spider, the yeah. giant spider, the spiders linked throughout. And I always thought, and my evidence is just on the in the movie itself, but it's like a uh, like desire, desire itself, because I don't think any of it is supposed to be like sci-fi or horrific. I think all of it makes sense within the film. So, like, the end scene, like, I feel like it's just him going to repeat the actions he's already done. Yeah. And so he sees a giant spider in his wife because he's going to fail her. Because the spiders have never really threatened him. It's not a sign of fear. It's just a sign of bad things to come, I guess, yeah. in simplest terms. Yeah. Yeah, because, um, I mean, it starts off with the whole key and access to that, uh, that sex area. In the end, he also, um, Adam ends up getting access to it as well. Yeah, of the key. Yep. I, I don't know, I feel, I just feel like the ending with that massive spider just cowering, it was really jarring, for me at least. Even though we had seen, like, 
spiders throughout the film and the big spider in the city. Just that yeah. one, I just I didn't expect that at all. I was like, whoa, like this is next level. Yeah. Uh, we're we're getting later on in the um, podcast, so I wanted to ask you now that we've dissected it more. Like, have your feelings changed at all when it comes to the film? I just, I love, I love every second of the film. I just didn't like the way it ended. Okay. Yeah, that, that was I think it it's, for me. I think this movie does take some. Uh, like uh what is it explanation some more kind of like discussion it's more to be discussed about than just like an like to kind of just take in right you have to actually kind uh, you have to put out something about this movie as well so i feel like watching it at the first time around and then just kind of understand trying to understand it on my own it wouldn't be that great of a movie but if you have other people that you can kind of, you can bounce around ideas and other stuff and try to figure out this movie, it could be a better movie than what I initially thought. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, through thinking of it, I have, my enjoyment and appreciation has increased significantly. But uh, let's go around and just give uh, reviews. I'll go first, if you don't mind. All right. um, I would give this probably a B. Uh, okay. Maybe lean on a B plus. It's uh. What did it? I feel you? like it, yeah. it's it's a very well made film, but again, it's uh the the praise I had for Uncut Gems was that it's very accessible, and that there's no barrier to enjoy it. Like even if you don't appreciate the techniques, like the story itself, or just the uh, tone of it, can appreciate can like capture anyone's attention. Yeah. This movie cannot do that for people at no. all. So it's not accessible. So I feel like for me to just say this is an amazing film, but to be, is to like ignore most people's um, feelings. Or not feelings, but like uh, how they view film. And I feel like if you create barriers for people, like you're only making the film, I guess, subjectively worse, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Isaac? Um, oh, man. I'm so torn. I'm. I'm between. I mean, a, if you want to hold off, I can. I'll give my. Uh, <laughs> I'm between. I'm between a B minus and a C plus. I think I'm gonna go C plus for the same reason that you said, um, because it's not the most accessible film, and for me, the ending ruined it. I, it's just because it was so good, and then it just had to end like that. I'm like, wait, what? What? There's no. There's no real resolution to it, I feel. Like, it didn't really resolve well. It just sort of ended. And you, you kind of you kind of already know what's going to happen next. But, like, you never really see, like, a true downfall for him. If if you get what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, and then other than, like, I, I, it's not a film that I would watch again. It, uh, I don't know. Because it's so, it's such a dark, you know, depressing and very dull tone although it's really yeah. it's beautifully yeah. shot i love all the cinematography again but uh i mean yeah even the way it was shot the colors and everything yeah it was beautiful like uh adam, i love jake John. adam's attire was always like browns and grays yeah yeah so yeah i think i'm gonna go with the c plus and then you brian 
Uh, I would say C plus as well. My my reasoning is because uh, if this movie wasn't your pick, I would have just stopped it halfway through because there were moments where it was like slow, and for me, I was trying hard to just go with it. There were movies that I, there was parts where it like it grabbed my attention, but then other parts where I was just like, man, how long is this gonna? How much longer do I have until this movie ends? Kind of thing. Yeah. And then when the ending came up, I was just like, what the hell? Like, really, you're going to end with this? Like, <laughs> it's not, from, from, in my opinion, I wouldn't watch it again. And then I also, I also wouldn't um, have watched it in the way that you watched it, where you were very observant to, like, all the minor details. I was just trying to go with the flow, like, watch the movie, try to see what's going on, and try to understand the premise but not really focus on any of the minor details and so I wouldn't I would have missed out on a lot of like the a lot of that you you guys have said earlier. Yeah. But that's just the way that I watched the movie. And I feel like that's also a way a lot of people consume the movies too. They try to find a movie, put it in the background, kind of like get to enjoy like to have good scenes that come out and like let them gravitate their attention towards whatever they are doing. Especially nowadays, at least I, that's how I feel. Yeah, I feel like, again, like with the Uncut Gems comparison, like Uncut Gems, it just steals your attention completely. Whereas yeah. this film, like you really have to like sit down and say, okay, I'm going to watch this. I need to put my phone away. Like I can't do yeah. anything else. Whereas Uncut yeah, Gems, it, enemy, it makes you put your uh, phone down, you know? Yeah. Like it's that sort there's, of thing. I mean, with enemies, there's just like a bunch of scenes where it's like, uh, I think starting off it was... Uh, there were scenes of him just going to bed, waking up, going and all that stuff, like his routine. And like for me, those moments, if it was like, I wouldn't, I would have just kind of paid and wouldn't have paid attention. It would have just kind of like lost me at points like that. Yeah. Like versus like Uncut Gems, I could just, it just like gravitated my attention. Like a lot of the stuff in that movie, it kind of, you kind of just, it brings you back to it. Um, I guess one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a film uh, like this before, and I enjoyed it because it's it's really unique in that sense of uh, it's really it's it's sort of surreal and like there's a bunch of different theories and like it's so you really have to it really makes you want to be invested in it, but it doesn't get you invested immediately. If that makes sense, like oh like there's a lot yeah. here I can explore. But it doesn't mean that mm -hmm. it's like super. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like captivating. You have the options to explore it, but does that really mean that you're gonna do it? Yeah, because it's like it's it's cool that there's like a lot of information out there, other people's like uh, discussions on it. But then in the end, it's like, is that person really gonna watch this movie and then go out of their way to try to read some reviews, listen to some other one, someone else talking about it? Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how they are. Kevin, any uh, last thoughts? Yeah, I have two thoughts. Oh, so first, uh, endings are very important here at RTF because if you remember our review of Million Dollar Baby, you guys enjoyed the film, oh, but the ending me. killed it for you. Don't you guys remember me that? that don't yeah. remind me, bro. <laughs> then that it turned your maybe A minus film into a C plus film. I don't think this is as enjoyable as Million Dollar Baby, but I'm just saying. 
And then yeah, the second I, one is the second point I'd like to make is that the uh, the whole film it has a has a yellow tint, and yeah, I like yeah, to think the, uh, Isaac is doing that purposefully in, in his right. recording. <laughs> it's all me. I'm Anthony, by the way. I'm not Isaac anymore. I'm Anthony now. Show me your hands. You gotta shake them. <laughs> I was trying to Wait, shake, but my do you have a scar? Shake. Do you have a scar on your rib? Do you want to see? No, no, don't, don't shake. Lift up your shirt. Um, <laughs> all right, for uh, next week or whenever we make it, it'll be very soon since we're all very bored. Uh, <laughs> Isaac, it's Isaac's turn, and he has already revealed what movie he's going to pick. Would you Actually, like to tell them? It's a secret. Uh, they'll okay. find out. Well, get... it's going to be good, fella. <laughs> I changed my pick in case you're wondering. Oh, you changed it? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I was looking forward to that one. I was, I was excited to watch it, too. <laughs> All right. So, All right, thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah, be sure to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And subscribe on the podcast app, too. We have a lot of followers there, too. We don't, uh, we don't forget about you. We're grateful. And uh, be sure to check out our uh, upcoming COD videos. Oh, yeah, we have some fun crazy, gameplay. Crazy kills, crazy kills. Crazy kills. And, of course, me being the best leader of the team, as always. So uh, I'll show videos that are contradictory. That's well, I don't know about that. All right. <laughs> Thanks again. We've been rolling have the film one, guys. on Enemy. Thank you. <laughs>